0: My name is Jensen Karp, and I'm a professional comedy writer, producer, rapper, and former morning show DJ. But above all else, I'm a sports fan. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm extremely worried. As you know, every game, every practice, every gym session, it's all been canceled. Even the Olympics has been postponed. This lull in athletics is unprecedented, and I miss watching live sports, following every stat, connecting with my favorite superstars, and I'm going to be frank, I'm experiencing withdrawals. It got me wondering, if I feel this bad about the lack of sports, then how do the athletes feel? Keep in mind, these men and women have spent their entire lives practicing and competing on the highest level every day. It's all they've thought about. And now, it's gone. They're in their houses just like us, unable to get closer than six feet to anyone outside of their family, and that's only if they live together. I keep asking myself, what would happen if my passion was just taken away from me without any notice? Luckily, since pizza is here to stay, I won't have to face that dilemma. But I did want to check in. I want to see how they're doing. And that's what this podcast is. The No Sports Report will have me talking to different athletes and sports industry professionals to figure out what they've been doing in quarantine. Are they still training? Do they miss playing? Have they found toilet paper? If so, where and how long ago? Tell me. Oh, and we're donating 10% of proceeds from the show to Feeding America, who works with our most vulnerable populations to make sure they have safe access to food and essential resources right now. So I hope you'll take the trip with me because this is quite a first stop. In 2005, I found myself in the writer's room for Monday Night Raw over a period of six months, which honestly could be its own podcast. But while I was there, I became obsessed with a wrestler who was at the time in the Federation's developmental system, a place where up-and-coming young scrappers get ready for prime time. His name was CM Punk. He was raw, fresh, opinionated, straight edge, and wildly athletic. A completely new image for the meatheads that usually dominate the squared circle. And even though we never worked together, I left before he was called up, I felt a kinship with him. So when we were introduced years later by a mutual friend, I weaseled my way into being pals with the guy. He was on the tail end of a storied run at WWE, well past his days in the minor leagues, now a two-time world champion, three-time world heavyweight champion, tag team champion, and intercontinental champion. He was only the 19th Triple Crown champ at WWE and the quickest to do it in only 203 days. But he had also just delivered the storied pipe bomb speech on Raw, a somewhat real, somewhat scripted personal attack on the hierarchy of the company that not only blurred the lines of sports entertainment, but changed the business forever. Seriously, watch it on YouTube if you've never seen it. He'd later walk away from the company in a spectacular Jerry Maguire Who's With Me fashion, only to return years later as a WWE analyst on Fox. He's fought in the UFC, commentated for Cage Fury fighting championships, starred in a great cult horror flick called Girl on the Third Floor, and become a pretty good friend in the process. Every time the man opens his mouth, he finds it difficult to not say something controversial. And for our first episode, he did not disappoint. We spoke just hours before WWE's WrestleMania weekend, the biggest event in sports entertainment that is now being performed over two nights without a crowd in attendance. If that sounds weird to you, that's because it is. Here's my discussion with CM Punk on the No Sports Report.
1: Call from... This is CM Punk.
0: To accept, press one.
1: Hello. Hello. Sound like you're in a tunnel.
0: Oh, no. Can you hear me better? Hold on, let me try this. Can you hear me better?
1: No, I mean, it's fine. I'm just saying you're in a
0: tunnel. Oh, yeah, it's because I live in a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is totally different than other ones I'm going to do, and it feels insane because it's like we talk every day on text. <laughs> like, yeah. I I sort of know what you've been up to, but I feel like the only friendships we can have in the new normal is is texting. Like I I, I won't FaceTime people because I look I look like if Albert Brooks just got out of a cave. My hair is starting to like ju fro on the outside, and I'm uh, my but. I rely on friendships like yours with text messaging. Is that how you are with friends now?
1: I give you two weeks before you shave your head or have your wife cut your hair
0: we are We are insanely close to my wife cutting my hair we had we have clippers i've she has no knowledge in it at all. She said she'll watch one YouTube video tops and i I guarantee you at the end of it I have a shaved head.
1: This is business as usual for me. I don't really go out to eat. Right. I don't really meet people outside. And most of my friends are long distance anyway. You know, the ones that I talk to every day like you. So yeah. yeah. Uh, texting. There's been a slight uptick in uh, FaceTime and sure. like Skype sure type devices. But even that stuff makes me uncomfortable because I just feel like I'm staring at my own face. I know. And I just like it gives me great anxiety
0: I know it truly is a mirror for me as well like I'm not even looking at half the things the other person's doing I'm like why why do I have yeah. nose hairs that are visible in this the other thing too for me is like I have never felt more I, I like less available for survival than I have during this you're made for this I am made I'm made for the exact opposite
1: I mean I, I think you had you had loving parents growing up right <laughs> yes yeah yeah so I so I did so I've, I've been I've been Prepared and training to be completely alone and in solitude my entire life. So, mm-hmm. like I said, this is business as usual for me. My daily activities. The, the biggest change mm-hmm. is we drove from Milwaukee to Chicago. Like once everything got shut down, shut down. Mm-hmm. Like my gym closed, so I was yeah. like, "Well, there's really, there's really no reason for me to be in Milwaukee because I, you know, like I would go to Rufus Rufusport every day because yeah. I had training partners there." And I would do jujitsu, kickboxing, you know, spar, MMA, like all that stuff. And that kind of got, you know, obviously took a back seat to the bigger issue that's going on. So I was like, well, I guess we're going to Chicago.
0: If anyone who follows you on Instagram, they know like how important workouts are for you, like physically and mentally. Uh, like those are out of the picture now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's completely out of the picture. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I still train every day. I just, you know, I'm I'm by myself, which is fine too.
0: Is it the same without sparring? No, it's not. It's not the same. I mean, y- you can do
1: MMA and jiu-jitsu related activities mm-hmm. by yourself, but without a training partner,
0: you'll go uh, blind. To, to
1: live <laughs> spar, yeah, it's it's it, you're not you're not getting the the full the full benefits of the martial arts. So yeah, um, you know, it's all it's all about just me in my basement you know, with a jump rope and a treadmill and weight and working out by myself now, which like I said, just, that's fine too. I can prioritize different stuff right now.
0: Wait, are you on the treadmill now? It sounds like you're on the treadmill.
1: Yeah, I'm currently, I'm, I told you, I'm warming up. I'm oh warming up to God. work out.
0: I just had three pancakes. Yeah. Oof. We are living an exact I do this,
1: life. I do this so I can eat three pancakes. I yeah. do this to feed my working habit, my, my, my eating habits
0: wait, so tell me what you've been doing during quarantine overall. Like what is, what give me a CM Punk day.
1: Uh, I wake up way too late mm-hmm. because I stayed up way too late. The only time I go outside is to walk Larry, my dog. Your dog, yeah. I walk Larry, drink a cup of coffee, I have breakfast, and then I stare at my phone for like an hour. And <laughs> right. so I'm like, well, I guess, it's, I guess it's time to go stare at my phone while I work out. Right. And then my workout since I'm predominantly trying to do more weights at the moment, because mm-hmm. I'm solo, they're kind of longer. Now, if I'm doing MMA-related workouts, they're 50 minutes. There's really no reason to mess around. The longer they go, because I'm old now, yeah. my endurance is shit. You know what I mean? But listen, weights, it's, it's a different animal. And you have but all this stuff? And you have, wait, and you, hold, you, hold
0: on. And you have all this stuff in your house?
1: Yeah, I got a full, got a full gym. Oh, that's good. We you
0: shouldn't know, have invested like, in the pancake maker. I feel like now we should have maybe got a gym.
1: <laughs> well, I think now you can you can just buy a jump rope, and I think you're okay.
0: Okay, so did you—this is a question off-topic almost, but for reals, we, we learned that I didn't know how to wash my hands before this. Really? Did you know how—because I—okay, so I used to put soap on my hands without any water and then wash the soap off, and then I was done, but that's not even 20 seconds— what you, obviously what you have to do is water your hands, then put the soap in it, then lather and wipe them together for 20 seconds or whatever, and then wash it off. How did I not know that? Did you know that?
1: Um, I, I'm sure I wasn't washing my hands for 20 whole seconds. Right. But I'm, I'm like little weird about water. Like I watch my wife like turn the faucet on and she just stands there. She's <laughs> like, oh, I'm waiting for it to get warm. They right. just did this bit in the, in the last episode of uh, curve Your Enthusiasm and I did a cartwheel in my front room because mm-hmm. I was like, yes. You know, Now I get my hands wet and then I soak them up and I definitely wasn't washing my hands for 20 seconds yeah, before this. But I would have even done that. I am now. Uh, also, do you like how like, the public service announcement for all that was like, count to 20 or sing happy birthday twice because they know there's people out there that can't count.
0: Yeah, that is so, so sad to me that I was yeah. like, you really, we could, have, yeah. we could have just stuck with the 20, right? And then people were trying to come up with like alternatives for happy birthday. I was like, guys, we're fine with just counting to 20. We'll be okay.
1: Maybe so bummed out. I was like, why are they telling me to sing Happy Birthday? Oh, right. people probably okay. can't count. Uh, oh,
0: it's so sad. I find irony, I was thinking about this earlier today, the irony in the fact that your last movie was called Girl on the Third Floor and it was about a man stuck in like a possessed house that he was renovating and yeah. do- dodging like evil spirits. And now here you are stuck in a house, <laughs> basically, but with a good spirit with, with April, your wife.
1: Well, my wife truly believes my house is haunted oh, and no. we do have ghosts. So, Yeah, but it's just because stuff upstairs will inexplicably fall over, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she's like, oh my God, did you hear that? We have a ghost. I'm like, wow. Yeah, they haven't killed us yet, so I'm going to assume that it's a friendly ghost.
0: Uh, Lots know her as AJ Lee. She was also a WWE superstar like you were. Now she is an accomplished author and comic book writer. Uh, Has this affected her gig? Like, is this, I mean, she can do all the stuff she wants from home, basically.
1: Yeah, she always worked from home. Um, that's, That's her gig, you know, she can work. Uh, everything's, like, on ice, like, payment-wise. Like, yeah. you know, I think every, everybody on the outside looks to, thinks that I have it, like, so sweet, but I'm not making money either, people. You know what I mean? It's like, everything's on ice. But, yeah. you know, for her, she, it's business as usual. She's, yeah. she's still writing and producing content.
0: She's still doing it. As you know, communities are experiencing these difficult times differently across the country. School closures, job disruptions, lack of paid sick leave, and the coronavirus disproportionate impact on adults age 60 and older and low-income families are all contributing to the demands placed on food banks across the country. So Feeding America, alongside their network of 200 local food banks, are actively coordinating with lawmakers, federal, state, and local agencies to tailor responses on a county-by-county basis, depending on what is most urgently needed to ensure our most vulnerable populations continue to have access to food and other needed resources during this emergency. Right now, their greatest need is donations and support of local food banks. Please visit feedingamerica.org to learn more about their response efforts and how you can help. You tweeted that you expect to gain uh, 10 pounds because of Stan's Donuts. Are they're, they're an essential yeah. business. Fuck yeah.
1: Have you ever had a Stan's Donut?
0: I, I have. They're amazing. They're incredible. Yes, they're easily essential. Um,
1: but... Yeah. My night is spent playing like eight hours of Xbox Live with my friends. Yeah. Because you talk about communicating with your friends if you don't get to see them on Xbox. You know, it's just all of us bullshitting. And Ape sits on the couch next to me and plays Sims. And then before you know it, it's three in the morning. And I yeah. was like, oh, man, I guess it's time to go to bed.
0: I know. I just picked up Animal Crossing.
1: I've heard about that. Yeah. <sighs> that, that sounds like something Ape would play.
0: It's so good. It's like Animal Sims.
1: <laughs> see? That's That's right up for alley. So
0: good. Your gig at Fox has you working as like an analyst for a show called WWE backstage. I find it so odd that the only sports we can watch right now is pro wrestling. Yes. That is Um, so weird. (laughs) Like at the end of the world, it's (laughs) going to be just, it's just going to be cockroaches and wrestling.
1: I, I think it's the exact opposite. Like I think if anything, I would be able to watch hockey uh, or, or UFC, Bellator, any kind of mixed martial arts fight when there's no people in the crowd because it's a sport, mm-hmm. right? With pro wrestling, I find it completely impossible to watch with no crowd. Like,
0: and and what, what, what is it? What, what is it that sticks with you? What is what is the what what bothers you about it?
1: The audience is the one hundred percent, and this is more evident than ever now. Driving force behind what wrestlers do in the ring. When, when, I, when I wrestled, that, is, that was my boss. You know, a lot right. of people have their favorite wrestlers, or you can debate who's on the Mount Rushmore, who's the greatest of all time, yada, yada, yada. The thing that separates the greatest wrestlers from the okay guys is that when they're in the ring, they're the boss. They're in charge. But it, the truth to that is the, the audience is in charge. The audience boos and cheers who they want. They tell you if they like the moves. Uh, if they're emotionally invested in the, the match, that tells you where to take it. You know, there's yeah. a fork in the road. Audience wants you to go a certain way. You can manipulate them, uh, but they can also manipulate the match. Without all of that, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. It right. doesn't, I mean, it, it lends credence, in my opinion, to everyone who argues that wrestling is just, you know, it's a fake fight. It's a simulation. Hmm. It's predetermined acrobatics. Without the audience, without the emotion and the adrenaline, it, I mean, fuck, that's what I feel like I'm watching. I feel like I'm watching a video game.
0: Yeah, it's it seems weird when they do promos and there's a guy in the ring and he's like, next week when I see you, I'm gonna, and then it, I'm gonna take you out and then just crickets. Yeah. Why is it the one thing that has Been able to survive. The, I mean, they're still doing WrestleMania over two days with no one in the audience.
1: I mean, that's to me, that's just being stubborn, right? What do I know? Yeah, I, I, I personally, um, I said this from Jump, uh, and I and I know for a fact that WWE brass they get all bent out of shape when I talk about it, but I, I think there should be some sort of a discourse, there needs to be a conversation about it, you know, if this what's happening in major league baseball. And it is, mm-hmm. they talk about it. They talk about pushing opening day. Um, so for this, you know, my opinion was, Oh man, uh, even from just a business standpoint, from a fan standpoint, yeah, you got to push the date. You got to reschedule, it. have it in June, have it in July. Yeah. You know uh, what are the, what is the silver lining for that? Well, maybe you could have it in an arena, like an open arena in the Midwest where it's, you know, normally freezing cold have will have an open arena, and it's warm, you know, but to just, it's like they canceled, but they're still doing it. It's very strange, strange.
0: to me. And also, it's not, it's like, it, it's not essential that we have to see our wrestlers in an empty ring. It, it seems like it's just putting people into, like, weird health situations.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's completely strange, you know, because then I hear all the rumors of
0: who's sick, right? you know, and
1: then you got all these guys that are, whether the culture there has changed or not, are going to be job scared, so then they're going to show up, and then the negative somebody else sick. And like, obviously that's how a virus works. Yeah.
0: That's the definition. It was just very strange.
1: Instead of being a leader and taking charge and being like, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's reschedule this. Let's refund everybody's money. I also think as a performer, man, that sucks. That's gotta suck.
0: The worst. It's gotta
1: totally, it's gotta totally be the worst thing ever. Yeah. I remember wrestling your whole
0: life. Like you've trained your whole life to be in this position. And then now here is like, here's your WrestleMania moment. And it's, it's like kind of a joke.
1: I just thought every decision that was made, shocking if CM Punk thinks every decision they make is the wrong one. Yeah. I just thought it was just so obtuse, like just way the wrong decision. Yeah. Like, don't don't just cancel it, reschedule it. Oh, you're still going to do it. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what I would have done. Right. Oh, you're making it two days instead of one. Okay. Well, all right. That's not what I would have done, but okay. And then on top of that, they pre tape stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure there's all kinds of spoilers out there. So what's the incentive for even watching it on um, Sunday?
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes. I don't I, I'm I'm more of a reader of recaps, as you know. So I this will be a very fun recap to read.
1: And and let me let me just say that I, I know a lot of people think I'm probably just like shitting on it, but I also feel like we're the only ones talking about it. Yeah. Everyone else wants to put the, you know, the positive spin on it. And, the, we put smile on people's faces and oh I can't wait. I don't care if there's no crowd. I can't wait to go out there and eh, if we were all honest but we could all just have a conversation about it. You know, this is just a different point of view. So if anybody's gonna get mad about me saying this, like I think you got bigger fish to fry and you should maybe worry about that stuff.
0: Yeah, much bigger stuff. Uh as a diehard NHL Blackhawks fan with no hockey around right now, are you able to watch old games being like rebroadcasted and feel satisfied about it. I for some reason can't even get near a Clippers game that's being replayed. I'm like, I don't want to see this again.
1: No, it, in the world of DVR, right? I yeah. think the the most lucrative thing is live sports, right? It's the only reason people have any kind of cable right now. It's the only reason why I have Directv, is so I can watch live Blackhawks games. Mm-hmm. I could rewatch clips. I could rewatch you yeah. know goals and you know like five minutes of an overtime, but to watch full game, whew, no, too, too much. that's rough.
0: Uh, yeah. You do You do uh, commentating for Cage Fury Fighting Championships. Are they just postponing fights?
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, luckily, we did not have any fights scheduled, I think, either April or May. Mm. And we, we're normally doing one month, sometimes two. So it hasn't 100% impacted us as bad as we thought it was going to be, but yeah, we had to we had to cancel the one show. I haven't made an announcement about the next show yet, but I'm pretty sure that one's going to also get moved. Yeah. Um, and Rob Haydack, the owner of K. series Fighting Championships, is one of the most stand-up guys I've ever known. He's working on you know relief stuff and emergency loans and stuff like he's trying to still get the fighters paid, uh, which to me, especially at this level, it's unheard of. Yeah. You know, he's he's working on that. He's trying to do right by the fighters. It's just—it's just, it's just such, a, such a strange time now, you know. Like, the weirdest. Everything's on hold. Everything's on ice, and everyone's just kind of like holding their breath, waiting to see what happens. You know, everybody's rent due, and ain't nobody been working uh, for a and month. And I was
0: going to ask you too, like, do the fighters, if they, like you said, you're, you weren't able to spar this whole month or whatever, like, will the fighters be ready to just pick up when the quarantine is over, or is training going to be needed?
1: No, I, I think I think there's guys that fight better when when it's a short notice mm-hmm. call but you see this a lot happening right now with UFC where Dana's hell bent on, you know, having these shows and he eventually had to cancel them. A lot of the, especially at that level, you know, like a guy like me, like who cares if I lose, I'll take a fight short notice, but there's guys that it's their entire career. It's their entire livelihood. It's like on the line. And if they maybe have a title shot coming up in the future, do they really want to just take a short notice fight without preparing for somebody? And if they lose, they're back at the end of the line and that opportunity is gone forever. Mm-hmm. I don't really know of any current MMA gyms that are open, you know. And I'm sure some guys got keys to the front door and they can go in and maybe they can roll around with some friends and stuff. But to put together a fight camp that it would be necessary to train for a fight right now is impossible.
0: I couldn't see it. I mean, you got to hope you live with an MMA dude. (laughs) We live together in a house full of MMA guys. We get to fight. It's the only way I could even imagine it.
1: Right. But but then even then, you you probably know each other. So you're not getting different looks, you know, and it's almost like you're just, I don't know, going through the motions at that point. You're like, you need different fighters to come in, especially for sparring. You need to try to stimulate that fight as much as you possibly can before the day comes. And right now, it's like I said, it's,
0: it's impossible. So overall, looking at this, once the sort of hold on all of us, the, the quarantine ends, is there something that you hope that we kind of all take from this, something that stays or helps society in the long run? I've been trying my hardest to find sort of like the positive, the best thing that can come out of this. Is there something you've already seen that you're like, oh, I hope that stays?
1: I think the lack of pollution right now, you know, I think that's the only good thing to come out of this. You see stories about how the canals in Venice are crystal clear for the first time probably ever, read stories about how, oh, the ozone layer is healing and, you know, that nobody's driving and obviously planes aren't really in the air anymore. And I think that's great because it shows you that the earth can heal itself and regenerate. A lot of the times when people talk about, like, the global warming crisis, mm-hmm. they say, how oh, the earth, the earth is dying, the earth is dying. I don't think that's true. I think we're dying. The earth is going to be fine, yeah. 100%. We're all going to die.
0: Very uh, uplifting ending, punk. (laughs) Dude,
1: I'm a pessimist. You know, I see we have this unbelievable crisis that we're living through right now. And it's the biggest advertisement for universal health care I've ever seen in my entire life. And still people are going to be like, oh, no, people don't realize that they're going to be beholden to their jobs and their insurance companies. And a lot of people can't afford it. We're still going to argue that we can't find the money as a nation to pay for it. And we're bailing out, you know, airlines and Wall
0: and Street. And cruise ships. And like all this other Why do we need cruise stuff. ships? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, I can't wait till this pandemic's over <laughs> so I can go fucking take a yeah, cruise. I said no oh, one God. ever. I, I, I would like to think everybody comes out of this and they're a little bit more kind to each yeah. other.
0: Well, I want to try to end every episode on a stupid note and on a positive note. Let's do stupid first. First is I have three suggestions of hobbies that you and April can get into. Are you ready for these? Yes. One, I think that it would. She would be good at it, and then it would also calm your nerves to get into cross stitch. Oh, she would
1: probably be very oh, she'd good at, kill that. at it. I probably would not. I I probably would not be good at that. At all, all
0: right. My second one is to watch this new show. I'm sure you know about it. Obviously, Dark Side of the Ring on Vice. Have you Have you caught it?
1: I watched the, the the part one and part two, the Benoit yes. one, and probably what I'm going to do is put the new Jack one on the TV as soon as uh, I'm off the phone. Okay, with you. good.
0: So we have that one. I'll mark that off the list. And then last, I have I, this is more yeah. of a business suggestion. Start your own toilet paper line, and I've I have already I've <laughs> already christened and copyrighted, so I own it. So I would sell it to you for the dollar most. Uh, B M Punk. Oh, well. ah, I see. I also had C M Plunk, but I thought that one was too gross. Uh, plunk? Did you say plunk, plunk? Yeah, I thought it was too gross. I mean, it's
1: 2020, dude. Go big or go home. I could have done better.
0: Uh, And lastly, on the positive note, are there any charities? Anything that you like direct people? Not even an organization, but if you have one, even better. But but is there anything like, for example, I've been thinking a lot about something that is blowing my mind, which is that people who work at elderly homes and retirement homes, they've been living there on their days off, like they can't leave in most cases, they can't jeopardize the inhabitants of of the elderly home. So finding out that they're living there, I mean, I can't even imagine, is there anything that sort of pops up to you, charity organization or group of people wise that you wanted to, to shine a light on?
1: You know, I think locally, if you keep your ear to the ground and you can contact your local representatives and find out like what the best use of your resources are, I know. That, that's the other positive is like the groundswell of people helping other people. You know, like I, I have a lot of friends in the tattoo business and they're not tattooing right now, but they have masks and they have gloves and they have all this stuff. And I know plenty of people who went around and collected a whole bunch and they brought them to different hospitals. So I, I just think everybody can help out a little bit.
0: I think I think that's also a thing that we're facing. It's like maybe we're just trying to save each other. I, I
1: definitely think that's the, that's the future we're looking forward to. You know, I, I definitely think government's so big. They're not helping out the little guy, and you're empathetic. You have time in your hands right now because we're all locked in our houses. You know, get on the Internet, do some research, and find out, like, a local organization or shelter or food bank or whatever you could donate to because you never know when anybody's going through. Like you said, there's people out there that are working, and they can't go home because they have to be quarantined where they are. So, you know, my heart goes out to those people, and I appreciate it. Same.
0: Well, Phil, thank you so much. Do you go back on the treadmill? I'll go have another pancake. Uh, You rule. I'll, uh, I'll text you from my Animal Crossing Village later. Okay, promise not to sue me because I did your podcast. I will not sue you. You are safe. And I, I love you guys and send my love to April, please. <laughs> love you too. Thanks, bud. The No Sports Report is produced and distributed by Treefort Media. The show is executive produced by Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, and me, Jensen Carr. Our series producer is Matthew Kugler. Tom Monaham is our senior audio engineer and sound supervisor with additional production help from Tim Schauer, June Rosen, and Haley Mandelberg with production and editing by Jasper Leak. Our theme music is composed by Shvilkas. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You have nothing else to do. Send it to your friends, tweet, share, post about it, do whatever you can. And please visit feedingamerica.org. And if you're able to make a donation, any amount will help make a difference. And you can learn more about other ways to help on their website. For more information on the No Sports Report, links to the socials, and for our show transcripts for the hearing impaired listeners, please go to treefort.fm. Be safe and be well.